Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, proudly delivering healthcare services across Iowa, specializing in mental health, substance use disorder treatment, and medical care with a special focus on LGBTQIA plus healthcare. More at ucsonline.org. Today is Wednesday. It's the 20th of July. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Three of Iowa's U.S. House representatives voted to approve legislation yesterday to protect same-sex and interracial marriages. The vote comes amid concerns that the Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe v. Wade abortion access could jeopardize other rights criticized by many Republicans. Democrat Cindy Axney and Republicans Ashley Henson and Marionette Miller-Meeks voted for it, while Republican Randy Feenstra voted against it. While the Respect for Marriage Act easily passed the House with a Democratic majority, it is likely to stall in the evenly split Senate. It's one of several bills, including those enshrining abortion access, that Democrats are proposing to confront the Supreme Court's conservative majority. Another bill guaranteeing access to contraceptive services is set for a vote later this week. Democratic candidate for governor Deidre DeGere says she would resist new abortion restrictions as governor, but she'd also push to ensure rural hospitals maintain delivery rooms and restore state funding for routine health exams at Planned Parenthood. A state report shows at least 33 Iowa hospital maternity wards have closed over the past two decades. DeGere says the state needs to ensure pregnant people have reasonable access to a hospital for delivery. It's not just the Planned Parenthoods who are closing. We have county wards that are closing related to uh, uh, women's reproductive health care access. We've got OBGYN clinics closing off across the state. I've talked to moms that, uh, well, one mom in particular in rural Iowa who went to her county hospital only to find out the county hospital emergency room was closed in the middle of the night. And so she had to get to the closest hospital that she could with an emergency room and, and ended up having that baby in the car. DeGere, who is challenging Republican Governor Kim Reynolds in the general election, says contraceptives should be available over the counter. Reynolds endorsed that idea in 2018, a bill that would have made contraceptives like the pill available to adult women without a prescription stalled in the Republican-led House in 2019 and 2021. Iowa restaurants are continuing to have a hard time finding enough workers. IPR's Grant Gerlock tells us worker shortages and inflation are extending the financial challenges brought on by the coronavirus. Like the rest of Iowa's workforce, employment in the leisure and hospitality sector has yet to fully recover to pre-pandemic levels. The Iowa Restaurant Association surveyed bar and restaurant owners and found that finding more qualified workers is the top concern within the industry, along with managing higher prices for supplies. Average wages are up, but most operators said former workers have either taken jobs in other industries or have left the workforce altogether. To cover staffing gaps, 80% of restaurants say they're extending the hours of existing employees. Many are also closing their doors for one or more days per week. Restaurant Association President Jessica Dunker says businesses can't raise prices enough to make up for wages and supplies. As a result, 80% of restaurant owners say profits are lower than they were in 2019. University of Iowa Healthcare is requesting a 33% increase for continuing to build its new hospital in North Liberty. Planners say inflation and a workforce shortage are causing the cost to skyrocket. The Cedar Rapids Gazette reports UIHC officials will ask the Board of Regents for approval of over $525 million on a revised construction budget for the campus. And Hy-Vee has started offering the COVID-19 antiviral drug Paxlovid to qualifying patients at its pharmacies. 
The West Des Moines-based supermarket chain announced yesterday that its pharmacists will be able to prescribe the drug to COVID-positive patients ages 12 and older who meet federal requirements. This is Here First from IPR News. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Clay Masters. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.